Welcome to another edition of Who's Better Baseball? The podcast where we answer a simple question on each show. Who's better at baseball? I'm your host, Ryan Fickelstein, managing editor at JustBaseball.com. And today, we're going to discuss my latest article for the site, which is about the Atlanta Braves and how they're now the clear favorite to win it all. If you're watching on YouTube, you see the Mets background. You might think I'm a little bit biased, or I might have some ulterior motives here. And I'm just hyping up the Braves because I don't want to see them succeed. That is not the case. It is my own personal white flag, the article that I wrote in the podcast I'm doing today on it, that there's no team in baseball that's anywhere close to the Atlanta Braves. And we could get into the future of the Braves and how they're set up as good as anyone and maybe better than anyone as well. But simply focusing in on this season, if there's a World Series favorite, it's them. And, you know, at times, you know, a championship favorite in baseball doesn't really go as far towards predicting the future as it might in the NBA or in the NFL. Leagues where the best team, you know, can and a lot of times, you know, will win it all. In baseball last year, you could have said that the Braves were the best team. Maybe you could have said the Dodgers were the best team. And it was the Phillies that represented the National League in the World Series. Yet... The Houston Astros won the World Series. And going into almost every year, the Astros are a team that is always one of the favorites to win it all, and we saw them actually accomplish that. So, yes, there are plenty of teams that can make it out this year. But if we're just looking on paper, we're looking at the 130-plus game sample size we now have, as a lot of teams are... And we've got 25 games left in the year. The Braves are sitting at 26 games left. No team's better. And to me, it was important to write this article now because there was one team in the National League that I thought could be on the same eye level as the Braves. A team that you know, didn't start the year great, but has been very good, particularly in August, who has sort of become its own juggernaut again, and that's the Los Angeles Dodgers, who we also wrote about in an article at JustBaseball.com last week. And these two teams are going to meet head-to-head starting last Thursday, a four-game series in Los Angeles where the Dodgers could win that series and at least strike a little bit of fear into the heart of Braves fans to just show that there is another team in the National League that's on their level. And what do the Braves do? They dismantle them in three games, winning the first three of the series. They lost the finale, but still took three of four from a team that has been amazing year over year, and a team that is also trending towards winning 100 games. But the Braves, they're trending towards winning a lot more than that, to setting a franchise record for games won. And you know, who knows? They might push for 110 when it's all said and done this year. Right now, you look at the Atlanta Braves record, they've won 90 games, the first team to do just that. The Dodgers are setting at 84 wins, so... Here the Braves are, six games up on the Dodgers with 26 games to play. Um, and you look at the betting odds and Atlanta, when I wrote this article yesterday on Monday, they were sitting at plus 275 odds to win the World Series. Now the Dodgers, not too far behind at plus 400. Now that's a reflection of how more, how much more the American League is competitive because I don't look at the Dodgers, compare them to the Astros, and think that they're a significantly better team. But the odds have the Astros at plus 700. The reason being is because you have 
the Rangers, you have the Mariners in the Astros division. You have the Orioles and the Rays, who are also awesome teams in the American League. You have the Blue Jays, who might not even make the playoffs this year. The Twins are the one team that you look at in the American League that isn't really a World Series contender. But, hey, it's October, you never know. In the National League, there's sort of three teams right now. It's the Braves, the Dodgers, and the Phillies are the team that is sort of separating themselves from the rest of the pack. You know, you have the Brewers and the Cubs, two really good teams that are playing in a really bad division. You have a handful of teams that are battling out for a wild card. And then it's those top three. And because the Phillies went to the World Series last year, yes, they're a team that is a puncher's chance team. Last season, I was saying that the Braves were, or excuse me, the Phillies were the best puncher's chance team in baseball. And then look what happened that puncher's chance team found themselves in the fall classic. But there's a difference between a team that could go on a run and a team that should go on a run. And that's where the Atlanta Braves are. This team is simply incredible. It's overwhelming how good they are offensively. Their run differential is plus 239. Next up is the Rays, who are at plus 188. And remember, they started the season winning every single game they played. The Rangers, plus 168. The Dodgers, plus 166. Atlanta, at plus 239, is head and shoulders better than all those teams. And it's this offense. One through nine, you're going into a game against the Braves, and you look at the lineup, and... On some days, you know, there's not an OPS that's under 780. Travis Darno has a 735 OPS this year. That's league average. Literally, that is what MLB league average is, and Darno has it. And then you look at everyone else in this lineup, and you have so many guys that are sitting here with an OPS over. 784. Nine hitters. They are just absolutely loaded. And that's not to mention that they have five hitters who have an OPS 100 points better than league average. So 835 or more. You look at the home runs that this team hits. 259 on the season. They're angling for the Minnesota Twins record from 2019 of 307 home runs. Right now they're on pace for a little over 308. If you look at the average and, and look it out, it's 308 and a half is how many home runs that they are on pace for. If you average the home runs they've hit over the games they've played and then you know, multiply that by 162. It's pretty impressive. Their team slash line. As a team, this is what they hit. 275 average. 344 on base. 500 slug. A team OPS of 844? That's a borderline all-star. Their team waiter runs creative plus and WRC plus measures hitters based on a league average of 100. So league average, again, it's 100. Their team WRC plus is 125. So their entire team is 25% better than your league average hitter offensively. And that is accounting for the guys on your bench that don't do anything, that don't perform well. You know, it, it accounts for everyone. And yet the Braves lineup, one through nine, is so damn good that as a team, 
They are leading Major League Baseball in batting average at 275 and on base at 344 and slug at 500. Literally every single major offensive statistic is owned by the Braves right now outside of stolen bases. And even with that, they have the stolen base leader in Major League Baseball with Ronald Acuna Jr. Again, I referenced that Twins team that hit 307 home runs. They set a record for having five hitters reach 30 home runs in the same season. With 26 games left to play, Ozzy Albies has to hit two more home runs, and they will join the Twins as the second team to ever accomplish that feat. Now, Eddie Rosario has said that he wants the Braves to break that record, which means they need a sixth hitter to get to 30, which would mean that Eddie Rosario would have to hit 10 home runs over the Braves' final 26 games, or Sean Murphy would. Neither of those is likely, but those two guys who are both sitting again at 20 could certainly get to 25. And if they do that, they could set their own MLB record for the most 25 home run hitters on one team. The twins own that and they tie or they are sharing that record with the 2003 Red Sox. Each had six hitters to reach 25 home runs. Moving even further down the lineup, Orlando Arcia is three home runs away from 20. Michael Harris, the second is, Seven home runs away from 20. Harris would have to get red hot, but Arcia probably will get there. So by season's end, the Braves are going to feature eight hitters with 20 home runs. And if Harris gets ridiculously hot over the final month, they could feature an entire starting nine of guys that have hit 20. Not to mention the fact that you know, if Marcelo Zuna, Austin Riley, Ronald Acuna, if any or all of them get hot, you could have as many as four hitters with 40 because you already have Matt Olson leading the team at 44, and then those three are all sitting at 32. It is insane, the home runs that the Braves have hit this year and just how good they've been offensively. The question then becomes, do they have enough pitching? Well, not only do the Braves feature the best offense in baseball, they also boast one of the league's best pitching staffs. They're currently ranked third best in team ERA at 3.78, fourth best in team F war at 16.6 wins above replacement. And they lead the league in strikeouts per nine. Now a lot of that's due to Spencer Strider, who is leading major league baseball with 13.84 strikeouts per nine, which is an insane mark. But really you look at their rotation this year and it hasn't been five deep. It's been three guys. But when you have three really consistent guys in a great bullpen, it's all you really need, especially when your lineup is as good as the Braves' lineup has been. Each of Spencer Strider, Charlie Morton, and Bryce Elder has made 27 starts this year and has pitched over 150 innings. And all of them have kept their ERA below 3-6. Strider, the worst of the group, at 3-5-6. Morton leads the rotation with a 3-3-2 ERA, and he's nearly striking out 10 batters per nine. 9.97. That's really impressive. Meanwhile, Elder doesn't feature the big swing and miss stuff, but still, despite only striking out 6.43 batters per nine, he's keeping the ball in the yard, 0.87 home runs per nine. And he's got the ERA sitting in a really good spot, even lower than Strider's. The Braves have gotten by all year with those three, and now Max Fried's back in the equation. He returned to the Braves rotation on August 4th after dealing with a forearm strain all year. And in five starts in August, he pitched to a 3.58 ERA. Right in line with the other three. But remember, Freed was, at one point in time, the Braves' ace. And we saw that against the Dodgers on Saturday where he made his best start of the season. 
seven scoreless innings, allowed just three hits, two walks, and struck out 10 batters, a season best, and won the series for Atlanta, I might add. With Freed looking to be in peak form, you go into the playoffs with Freed, with Strider, with Morton. That is three guys who I would feel great about handing the ball to in a playoff series. And Bryce Elder, as your four in a playoff rotation, man, that's as deep as it gets. Then you look at their bullpen. It's been great all year. 3-4-3 ERA. They consistently churn out good bullpens year over year. And they have veterans who have plenty of playoff experience. So that's not a weakness. There is no weakness on this team. They had the best offense in the game, a top five pitching staff, a rotation that you can trust in the playoffs, assuming all four of those guys enter October healthy, and a bullpen that can get the job done. The Atlanta Braves should win the World Series this year. If sample size tells us anything and we have gotten a sense of who the best team in baseball is, as much as it pains me to say it, there is not a doubt in my mind that the Braves should win it all. The problem is, it's playoff baseball, and we could be talking about the Cincinnati Reds or the Arizona Diamondbacks representing the National League come the Fall Classic because that's just how crazy it gets. And that's what we'll be covering on uh, who's better baseball down the stretch here. I'll be doing, of course, more team breakdowns head-to-head, which teams are better. Also this week... Kind of building off this topic, who should win the MVP in the National League? Ronald Cunha Jr. or Mookie Betts? We'll get to all of that. Make sure you follow, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And check out all the great written content we have coming your way. Just baseball.com.